Welcome to The Versatile Writer. This episode considers writers helping writers. Last week's thoughts on bragging versus self-promotion was a micro-podcast compared to this week's larger one because recently I've been listening to other writers' podcasts. I find it useful to hear the format of other people's podcasts and during lockdown I listened to one on the Firefly TV show. If you know me either on social media or personally, you'll know I'm a big fan of the cult TV show. I listened to the podcast which was formed of a group of men from the UK, Canada and the US discuss, dissect and analyse their respective interpretations from each episode. Bearing in mind there are only 15 episodes of the actual TV show plus one movie, you can imagine the podcast didn't take long to get through. But that aside, the take I got from it was interesting, entertaining and better than all of that, it brought me together with some people, albeit through a podcast, who share my passion for the long departed show. The other podcast that stands out to me is a writing one and one I've been listening to for a while during the time I spend working out at the gym. This one is the Right Now podcast from Sarah Werner. I found the 20 minute or half hour episodes are perfect for my uphill walks on the treadmill. They keep me interested plus keep my mind off what I'm doing. Win-win. I do enjoy working out, but having my mind taken off the exercise helps me do more and, in turn, I learn more from the podcast because my subconscious is absorbing it as the other part of my mind is walking. You may recall an earlier podcast of mine on the subject of accents and Sarah's South Dakota accent sings itself into my mind. When I like the sound of an accent and I like the subject they're talking about, I tend to absorb the information I'm hearing a lot easier. So, like I said, win-win. Sarah's podcast is encouraging, supportive and helpful and I've probably been drawn to it for those reasons because they are the very same reasons I create The Versatile Writer. Sarah's podcast seems to share a similar ethos to it by way of focusing on the writer and how they might feel during their individual creative processes and journeys. Listening to other people's writing podcasts also helps me feel reassured that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. When you hear what other people have gone through or going through, their experiences, their self-doubt issues, their self-esteem issues and low confidence issues, no matter what their background or their chosen genre, it fills you with a sense of belonging because you've probably gone through the exact same problem yourself. Like me, Sarah is a self-employed creator. When you work alone, day in, day out, the feeling of being solitary and alone rarely leaves you. Generally, I turn to social media, usually Twitter, to see what others are up to during parts of the day, as though they are my co-workers. I suppose this is why I write a lot about relationships. At least that way, I, or my characters, get to meet other people, because doing it in real life, for an introvert, is not always going to be right for us. I've been writing for over 30 years, and 25 of those have been taking the craft seriously. So it shouldn't come as any surprise to you when I say hearing other writers talking about their way of coping with a specific writing issue can be reassuring to me. Also, it can provide me with a completely different way of approaching a challenge because, after all, nobody is exactly the same and therefore we don't approach challenges the same way nor do we fix them the same way either.
it's also good to hear other writers talking about what they enjoy most about the writing process. Some love editing, others hate it. Some love writing in metaphors, and others hate that. Some writers get a kick out of writing for money, while other writers write for the sheer pleasure of it. We're all different, as are our writing styles. And all of that is to be celebrated, I think. So writers helping writers is what the versatile writer is about this week. So let's look at what that might mean. What does helping look like? I've given this a lot of thought. I think helping can take on many different guises and levels too. Maybe helping is just a smile or a positive text message. Maybe even an email highlighting all the great stuff a writer has done. Something that could really buck them up if they're feeling low. Help might come in the form of free resources like podcasts or, when I used to do them, radio shows. They might come in the form of support, encouragement, tips, hints, writing prompts, challenges, promotional help, social media posts like retweeting or sharing. It could be in the form of talks, whether that is in person or on Skype or Zoom. Workshops, courses, seminars or webinars may also be helpful. Help could be from belonging to writers' alliances, societies or groups. There are endless ways to help other writers, and these suggestions are just a few. Undoubtedly, you have several of your own. Some of these are paid and some of these are free. So who can help who? It would be easy to say that those with the most experience are the ones that can help those with the least experience. But to be honest, everyone can help everyone else no matter what their level of experience is. And this is because there will always be something we either didn't learn in the first place or didn't retain and so are being reminded of it. This happens to me a lot. As I said earlier, I've been writing for many years. I've attended several courses, countless workshops. I've completed a degree in English literature and creative writing. I've published 10 books so far, fiction, non-fiction and ghostwriting. I have loads of unpublished stories sitting in my laptop. Some short stories, some novels. I lead several community groups, I coach new writers and I do absolutely everything I possibly can to learn all I can about creative writing. If I may be so bold as to say it, I am an experienced writer. However, I'm not always going to remember every single thing I've learned. So if someone offered advice just at that right moment that I needed it, that would be incredibly helpful to me. So no matter how much or how little you've learned in your chosen genre or non-genre, there may well be something else to add. And if someone less experienced than you offers advice, it never hurts to take it. Later, if they need help, maybe you'll be the one to offer it to them. Why might you want to be helped by another writer? Now there's a question. I think if you've followed a writer on social media, for instance, and you've seen how they behave online and treat others, their reputation will go a long way into shaping your thoughts of them, so their reputation might draw you in and elevate your image of them. Also, their experience might attract you and their alliances with other writers. If someone is willing to help you learn more about creative writing, taking this shortcut by learning from their mistakes could be a real eye-opener for you. And later on in your career, you can pay it forwards to other writers. 
So what would be the point? The point is that if everyone helps everyone else within the writing community, then the industry could well flourish. And right now, I think that would be a really amazing thing. But even if the economic climate wasn't as scary as it is right now, in my heart of hearts, I believe it's still a good thing to help others learn. What about writing groups? You may already know that I lead a couple of community writing groups. One is a monthly writing group, and it's local, while the other is a quarterly and regional writers group. At the heart of both these groups is the willingness to support and encourage each other. Writing groups, however your group host does it, is a great way to gather support and help when and where needed. Even if some of these writers have been writing for years and you've been writing for five minutes, they're still your peers. You can learn from each other. Let's talk about coaching writers. Back in the summer 2020, I was asked to run a coaching group. After some thought on how to run it, it began in September 2020, so it's still fairly new. I have a group of half a dozen new writers who each submit X amount of words each month for friendly, constructive feedback, suggestions and tips, even writing prompts. By the way, if this sounds like something you'd like to join, check out my website and in the Community Groups tab you'll see the terms and conditions and it will give you more information. Within the group, they email frequently. At the end of each month, I host a group Zoom session so the members can discuss the feedback I've given with me and each other. This tends to be in the form of a Q&A writing surgery. Hearing the feedback from another person's submission is especially useful as often we don't know the answer to a question we haven't asked. Knowing the answer can help us in future writing. One of those new writers is Melanie Phillips, a therapist from Scotland, who said... Sarah asked me what seemed to be a simple question. How did a short story about a dinner party lead me to write over 30,000 words so far? The short story was meant to be about a snobby married couple who are holding the perfect dinner party which is interrupted by the police as they need to gain access to the neighbour's property. She is elderly and not answering the door or the phone. However, it turned into something else completely. The dinner party is the opening chapter. The murder of the neighbour is a side story, as it's more about the impact that this event has had on the life of the main character. It helps her see her husband in a completely different light, opening her eyes to the fact that he has controlled her all of their married life, separating her from her family, her friends and life outside of their home. There are secrets that come out, none of them good which means the main character has to deal with the fallout of it all whilst trying to rebuild relationships with her family and also divorcing a man, it turns out, she didn't really know. It's been very interesting so far, as the writing is flowing in a way I have never felt before. I'm calling upon unpleasant experiences I've had in past relationships, which initially I thought would be awful, but it's been quite cathartic. At present, I've no idea where the story is heading to, which is exciting. As long as it keeps flowing, I will write the story and see where the characters next take me. So writers helping writers helps everyone. I helped Melanie get the words down and she helped me, allowing me to read out her take on her current story for the Versatile Writer podcast. Just as listening to Sarah Werner's podcast helps me, and in turn, I've helped spread the word about her podcast on mine. She did give me permission to. If you have ways of helping writers learn more about their craft 
and they want the help, of course, then why wouldn't you? Later on down the line, when you need help, wouldn't it be nice to know you can count on some of them to help you? It's all about networking too, if you want to see it that way. Similar to in years gone by, people might say, if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, when swapping favours in business. I believe it can work the same way if both parties are open to learning, developing and helping. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about any of the themes I've talked about on this episode or any of the others from The Versatile Writer, why not email me sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk or mention it on my Twitter feed at sjbwrites. And please tell others about the podcast too. I'd totally appreciate it if you would. Also, I'm curious. Some podcasters use patreon.com by way of having listeners donate to the upkeep of their podcasts. I've been thinking about it too. I'm a self-employed writer who offers free monthly newsletters, weekly book reviews, free community groups. So it would be nice to get a little financial support so I can keep offering those freebies. While the freebies obviously cost you nothing, I don't create them for free. And one way you could help me would be to donate a pound or two or ten or more if you fancy it. How do you feel about that? I'll leave that up to you to decide and have a good think about. You can comment via the podcast, The Versatile Writer, my website, www.loveofbooks.co.uk, my email, sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk, or my Twitter feed, at sjbwrites. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Versatile Writer on Writers Helping Writers. See you next time. It's been lovely having you on board.